Welcome to the Business Marketing Agency Podcast with Barbara Griffin. Regular tips and tricks for business owners who want to market their business online. Hi, it's Barbara Griffin here from the Business Marketing Agency and today we're going to talk about CRMs. Firstly, we're just going to define what is a CRM. It stands for Customer Relationship Management and it's basically um, usually software based. It's a system that's used for managing your business's interactions with your current and future customers and also can manage the sales process and the fulfillment process. It's basically a 360 view of your customer data. Typically software will help you organize, automate and synchronize your sales, your marketing, your customer service and your technical support. So which are the best CRMs to use? Now that is the question. We could answer that two ways. We could answer that if money is no object, which is the best? And if money is an object, which is the best? But actually, you should be thinking about money is always an object because profitability is always an object. And it also depends on the size of your business and your process, your sales and marketing and customer communication process as to which one of these that we're going to review that you're going to need. So let's go through some of the common top contenders and also some of the common uses for a CRM. So let's say you are creating a membership portal for your business and you need a CRM software to manage your prospects and customers as they go through the sales cycle. And let's say ideally you want something that your salespeople can use to manage their interactions with your members. And let's say you would like it also to integrate with the membership portal and allow your business to send emails or perhaps integrate with services like Office Autopilot and Aweber. So let's talk about Salesforce first because Salesforce is the biggest one out there. Firstly, what you need to know about Salesforce, which is, you can check it out at salesforce.com, is that you can't even watch the demos of the software without signing up. Secondly, they do offer a free trial for 30 days but you cannot access that without signing up. So let's say you take a free trial and you start building out your Salesforce platform. What will probably happen is that you will receive a 24-month contract to sign. If you've done the demo period with several seats, you actually can't downgrade. If you do a search on the internet for Salesforce scam, you can find pages and pages of businesses getting really rorted by their, what I would call, bully techniques. That's what happened to one business that trialed Salesforce. Needless to say, they didn't proceed. Another business almost signed up with Salesforce. Salesforce wanted $6,000 to help them set it up. So Salesforce is complicated and it's expensive and it's probably more than you're going to need if you're a startup. If you're not a startup and you really do still need something more powerful to manage your CRM, what are the other options? Unfortunately, Salesforce is not the only CRM that is going to try and lock you into a 24-month contract. Sugar CRM is the same. And some of the other alternatives are Highrise and Capsule. Capsule has got really good reviews from people that I know that have used it. It's easy to set up, you can do it in about 15 minutes and you can be ready to rock with all your contacts in a very easy to use CRM tool. It integrates very well also with Google Apps 
Zendesk, which is a support customer support system, FreshBooks and Zero, which are accounting systems. And it has a nice crunchy price too. If you want to check out Capsule, the website is capsulecrm.com. The professional edition is $12 a month per user and there's a 30-day free trial. And there's also a free edition which has up to two users, 10 megabytes of storage, up to 250 contacts, unlimited opportunities and unlimited cases. And it doesn't have any long-term lockdown contracts. You can cancel at any time. It's just pay as you go. Here's a quick case study from a business that is using Capsule CRM. This is a quick summary of how they're integrating it into their sales process. And this is a consulting business with five to 10 grand plus projects. So the lead comes in from the contact page of the business website. The lead details are then automatically inserted into Capsule CRM via contact form integration, which is they're using Wufu. The lead details are then automatically shared with Quote Roller, which is a quote generation software. The proposal was then sent via Quote Roller to the customer. The new opportunity, which is jargon for Capsule CRM, is created within Capsule CRM, which relates to the proposal. You can then assign a track, which is also jargon in, inside Capsule. So you assign a track which is essentially a sales to-do list, which prompts follow-ups and so on. And then that pushes to iCal and other calendar applications and ensures that the proposal is followed up. The client then accepts the proposal via quote roller. An automatic invoice is then generated via FreshBooks, or you may want to use Zero. The client then pays online using FreshBooks using an, the eWay payment gateway integration. And eWay is a um, credit card processor that you can sign up for. Automatic payment notification is then sent to zero. And then the project starts. Um, this business is also using Zendesk as their support desk. So a Zendesk ticket is then created for the project by the project manager. And then after that, all client correspondence is via Zendesk. You can even BCC an email Dropbox within Capsule CRM, which then captures all the email correspondence and ties it to the contact. That business owner is really happy with that system because he can always see what his project managers are up to at a glance, either through Zendesk or through Capsule CRM. So now let's talk about one of the other contenders to the CRM market, which is Office Autopilot or OAP. Office Autopilot, you can check this out at officeautopilot.com. Their pricing is $2.97 a month for 25,000 contacts, 100,000 emails a month and two users, or $5.97 a month for 100,000 contacts, 100,000 emails a month and 10 users. So for most businesses, the pro version is going to be enough, which is up to 25,000 contacts. So what can you do with Office Autopilot? Okay, you can recharge all your declined transactions. You can assign a contact to a sequence and a sequence is a kind of um, a pre-written series of emails. You can remove a contact from a sequence. You can remove a contact from all sequences because of course you may have multiple sequences. 
You can pause a client's subscription to a sequence. You can unpause subscription to a sequence. You can add a product to a person's purchase history. You can notify someone with email. You can add a contact to a tag. So let's say you have products such as you're selling cashmere and you have a men's hoodie jacket. You can actually assign somebody that bought that to the tag men's hoodie jacket. You can also remove a contact from a tag. Let's say you've got different levels of membership and you have a silver and a gold. If somebody upgrades their membership and they're tagged as silver, you can remove the tag and assign that contact to gold. So they will get different communications from your business, whether they're on silver or whether they're on gold. So that's an example of the types of actions that you can do in Office Autopilot. But you can also automate the triggers that start that action. So for example, um, if a contact leaves a sequence, you can use that as a trigger. So these, this is an, a list of triggers. So let's say a contact that you have on your list, they may have signed up from your, for your mailing list, but now they have purchased a product. You can actually use that as a trigger to move them to a different sequence or to do any of the other actions that we mentioned before. And so on, Office Autopilot is very super powered. I guess the question to ask, which is something that I could have asked at the beginning or left till the end, but I'm just going to drop it in now, is how big is your business? How many leads do you have? What management do you need for where you're at now and where you want to be in a year or two years? Is this kind of solution going to cause a, more of a strain on your infrastructure? For example, does this mean that you have to hire um, an outsourced agency such as us to manage this for you? Or are you going to employ someone in-house to manage this? Or do you already have someone in-house that has hours free per week to manage this for you? And I guess the bottom line is, if automation can automate processes that are currently taking you staff resources, then you're probably ready for a CRM. If you don't have enough customers and clients yet, and you don't have enough systems in place that are being undertaken by humans, then it's probably not going to be worth the ROI to install one of these systems, given that there's going to be an integration cost, a changeover time period to basically smoothly transition to this new system we're basically talking about economies of scale there comes a point in your business where it's worth making a move to one of these systems but you may not be at that point yet let's now talk about um, email management software such as aweber which will only cost you about 19 dollars a month for the basic package so aweber does allow you to create an action when a user moves from one list to another However, Office Autopilot can automate this process. So what that means is that in Aweber, you can set up an automation rule, for example, active response or within a sequence. So Aweber can check if someone has opened a message that you sent or clicked a link within the message. So you can have a trigger that if they've opened it zero times within a particular time frame, so basically, you can have a trigger to send them another message that might be something like, hey, just a reminder, check out this new offer that we've got because you're sending that to them because you know that they didn't open the previous one. However, if they did open it, then obviously they wouldn't get that sequence. So 
Aweber, you can automate certain tasks. And so don't discount email management software like Aweber or MailChimp because often they're a lot more price effective and will be perfect for what you need without having to go to the expense of a fully fledged CRM. The other thing to mention about Office Autopilot is that it actually has a shopping cart, although um, the people that I know that are actually using Office Autopilot are not using it for a shopping cart. They're using shopping carts that have much better features that they prefer, such as nanacast.com. And nanacast.com starts from, I think it's 97 a month, and it also has a built-in affiliate program. Businesses that are using Office Autopilot but are not using the cart think that the system needs a little bit more work because the order forms are ugly and have all these mandatory fields that you have to fill in. But at this stage, most businesses that I know that are using Office Autopilot are still using Nanocast for their cart. Some more feedback about Office Autopilot is that their support is fantastic and they're quick to help. There's a chat feature if you have an issue and there's almost always someone there to speak to. Office Autopilot also supports memberships via WordPress. So if you've got a WordPress site and that you're doing memberships, paid memberships, similar to Wishlist, you can control this all via Office Autopilot. So let's say you're doing a promo. Someone visits your site and doesn't buy, but they come back a couple of days later. So they may have opted in to get something for free, and then two months down the road, they're back looking at your site again. You can actually have Office Autopilot notify you about that so that you can reach out to them via email, and then you can move that person to another sequence, tag them, and you can even send them an email since they just showed up again. So Office Autopilot can do cool stuff like that. You almost have to be careful and not spook people when you have that kind of intelligence on them. Lead scoring is cool too and this is something that Office Autopilot has that I don't know if many of the other solutions offer. Basically it's comparable with Infusionsoft but without the complexity and programming required. Which brings me to Infusionsoft. So Infusionsoft is considered to be a ridiculously cumbersome software that has probably the best superpowers on the market. Basically the issue is that it's cumbersome. It's not that it isn't capable, but it requires programmers to make it work and customise it, whereas compared to Office Autopilot, that's all sort of point and click within the web interface and it's pretty easy to set up. However, as we mentioned before, Office Autopilot lacks in the cart and affiliate area, which is why most of the people that I know that are using Office Autopilot are using Nanocast for the cart and the affiliate side of things, compared to Infusionsoft. Probably the most telling feedback about Infusionsoft is um, a uh, three million a year business owner that I know. It's an online um, internet marketer. He used it three years ago. It was a nightmare. He said there was no support, there was no ability to work with PayPal, only through a merchant, and it was kind of impossible to figure out. It's probably great for a large business who cannot justify Eloqua, which is the best. Eloqua, which is spelt E-L-O-Q-U-A, is kind of like the king of CRMs, but the pricing is from 2000 a month for a marketer. 
and 4000 a month for team and enterprises you know contact us for pricing so it's not cheap however i do know an aloqua specialist so please get in touch if you do want to try out that system if you're using office autopilot for lead generation it does work pretty well if you're selling leads to different clients for example a finance site business they have set up different rules depending on what drop down people choose which allows that business to instantly provide leads to different lead buyers depending on what finance solution the user requested. So that's for a business that is in lead generation. Another thing Office Autopilot can do that Aweber can't do is they can actually count unique opens because Aweber just counts multiple opens like from the same person. And the other thing is Office Autopilot can split test sequences Aweber can't do that unless you split up a split URL test on the front page of your website, which is a separate issue. Office Autopilot is basically more powerful for upsells because it identifies what products your customers already have or don't have. So if you've got multiple products, you, you just have one record per customer and the clever tagging system, that's what makes it amazing. Basically, the people that are using Office Autopilot and really getting the benefit from it are businesses that have, say, 10 to 200,000 customers on their mailing list. And it allows them to tag and segment their lists in a much more elegant way than just by using mailing list software, such as Aweber. Basically, Office Autopilot is very powerful. And if you are moving to Office Autopilot, if you've previously been on Aweber and email management software, you can move people from lists to labels. That's basically the different way that Office Autopilot handles customers. So basically, we can set up Office Autopilot for you. There is also a sort of starter version of Office Autopilot called SendPepper. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend that, quite buggy and not as good as Aweber. So I would not recommend that if you want a smaller, just an email system with um, sequences that you can send out, I would use Aweber. So only use Office Autopilot if you want its superpowers. So let's briefly talk about email sequences. There are many good mailing list management softwares out there one of them is Aweber but the one that I like most of all is MailChimp now MailChimp scales no matter what your business size and it's really great and easy to use you can have groups you can have lists and you can have sequences autoresponders and everything that you'd want but best of all there's one thing that MailChimp does that none of the others do or very few of the others do which is it allows you to import your mailing list from another software without getting them to double opt-in. For example, let's say you've got a list of, you know, let's say 80 people that you've collected their business cards, you know them, you want to import them into MailChimp, you can. You just check the box that says, I have the permission to email these people. But Aweber... A lot of them won't let you do that. They'll require those people to be sent an email saying, uh, we'd like to add you to our list. Please confirm if you are allowing us to send you information. Now, by doing that, you're going to lose 
uh, probably 60% of your list by double opt-in. So MailChimp is best for importing a list that you already have. Either you've got it on your computer from offline or, you know, let's say you do the Easter show and you have a stall there and you have people signing up on a piece of paper. You can import those people into MailChimp without double opt-in. So that's why I would recommend MailChimp for that reason alone, but it gets better because MailChimp is free up to your first thousand members, provided you don't mind their quid pro quo of having the MailChimp badge in the footer. So if you want to remove that badge in the footer, you just become a paid member and you can either pay like buy prepay credits every time you want to do a mail out or you can go monthly monthly is cheaper if you're doing regular mail outs but if you're not doing regular mail outs the cheapest is prepay okay mailchimp isn't a fully featured crm however if you're saving 297 a month that office autopilot costs you can decide whether that's good roi for your business or whether you've got the scale to warrant that extra spend to be able to automate certain things. So now let's talk about quickly about e-commerce. There are so many different sites out there, but let me just give you a quick rundown. I put most of my clients on WordPress using the shop plugin because it's free, it's open source. There's no ongoing costs and it's very easy for the customer to log in and update the site themselves. Also, it works with PayPal, which is the free payment processing gateway, which is quite accepted in the world. So if you haven't got a big budget to get an e-commerce site going with no ongoing costs, I would recommend WordPress and an e-commerce plugin. Another advantage of WordPress is that it's very SEO friendly, but also it's commonly used WordPress consistently gets voted the top content management system for a reason. It's open source. There's so many plugins and templates available for it. It's easy to operate from anyone that knows CSS and HTML. And it's, you know, like I said before, it's quite easy to use for clients that want to learn how to update their own website. Probably um, another common type of e-commerce site is built on something called Big Commerce. This is a hosted solution that can be made to look like it lives on your website, but actually it's in a subdomain, which is where the problems come because let's say people land on your homepage of your website, then the store is actually on a separate subdomain, which basically introduces conversion issues and SEO issues. Also, Big Commerce charges $30 a month which is hardly going to break the bank, but I've known quite a lot of clients that have made no sales using big commerce. The site just didn't work. However, clients on WordPress site e-commerce that did zero advertising just because of the super-powered SEO effects of WordPress were making sales. So that pretty much says it all for me. I've got clients that have made, you know, $20,000 worth of sales selling chocolate online. Um, Another common hosted platform is Zencart. Now Zencart is a bit like big commerce. It um, lives on a subdomain and it's sort of problematic because 
it's like having two sites on the one site. So you have your main site and then you have store takes you to your Zen cart installation, which looks completely different to your website because otherwise you have to kind of pay a coder to code two sites because basically having a shop installation and a subdomain is essentially a different site. So what we like about WordPress is it's one site, people never leave the site, the look and feel stays the same, the menu stays the same, the banners, the graphics, the artwork. So with WordPress and e-commerce, e-commerce is integrated into your site. Probably my second favorite, if you don't want WordPress, is Joomla with e-commerce. Joomla is probably slightly more complicated than WordPress, um, probably more likely for you to need us to make changes for you, but it's quite a good stable platform. You might have also heard of .NET Nuke, which is a Microsoft platform. Um, I would say that .NET Nuke or DNN is kind of comparable to Joomla, but it's the Microsoft version. Um, but I wouldn't recommend that platform because it needs Windows hosting and it's um, a bit clunky. So yeah, don't dabble with uh, .NET Nuke unless you have a particular reason for it and the expense of having it coded is going to be a lot more. Another cart system that we're using currently with a client that we inherited that already had a site built in this language is OpenCart. OpenCart is open source software. So technically it should be as popular as WordPress, but it's not because OpenCart hasn't really caught on. It doesn't have any really good training. So it's not very user-friendly if you don't know CSS. It's not easy for a client. So we don't recommend OpenCart, even though it's open source unless you are skilled in FTP, CSS, HTML. Otherwise, it would probably be beyond you. But if you have some basic skills, you can probably handle it. But why would you use OpenCart when you can use WordPress? So OpenCart isn't really SEO friendly and it has other issues. So I wouldn't recommend it. However, the client that we have an OpenCart cart for um, recently we did a sort of a mail out and that client made $6,000 worth of sales in a week. So what I'm saying is it does work, but that client pays more than is probably normal for website maintenance because they're unable to do it themselves. Another cart system is Magento. I recently built a site for a client that's got um, quite a few different shops built in big commerce and WordPress. He wanted to have a super site that combined all his products. And the decision was really either WordPress or Magento. Magento is a little bit more complicated to install. It's probably not as easy to operate. This site had 630 products. So it wasn't a small site, but it wasn't really big enough to warrant Magento. Like if you have maybe 5,000 products, then you probably want Magento. But you know, for under a thousand products, WordPress is, is fine. And also this client already knows how to use WordPress. So we just made the site in WordPress. And as we've already proven for that client, his WordPress site that we've built that has about 300 products on it, we haven't done any advertising, but just because of the SEO friendly nature of the 
WordPress e-commerce system, the products are getting indexed all by themselves and showing up in search results. If you just have one or two products, I wouldn't recommend Magento unless you are planning to grow to, you know, a thousand, five thousand products. Otherwise, it's overkill. Our quotes for Magento would typically be about three times the price than setting up a WordPress e-commerce site. This is because Magento coders are a little bit more thin on the ground and we have specialists that just do Magento and they cost a little bit more than your generic WordPress, HTML, CSS coders. If you hire us to build you a Magento site, you can rest assured that our coder, Sasha, is an, an Eastern European coder and he's actually one of the best in the world at Magento coding, if not the best. And when you work with us, I'll tell you all about why we make that claim and show you some proof. So if you ask my coders, you know, the question, should we build this client site in Magento or WordPress? The coders would answer Magento because they it takes them longer and they get to build more hours. But if you ask me, should you build your site in WordPress or Magento? I would say WordPress because I'm concerned about giving you ROI and I know that you'll make just as many sales on a WordPress site than a Magento site at, you know, probably a third of the cost. There are a few functions that Magento has natively. However, we can do them in WordPress either by custom coding or by using a plugin. So don't worry about anything that you've heard about that Magento does that WordPress doesn't do because if that's one of your wishes, we can probably make WordPress do what you want it to do. It will just be a couple of hours of custom coding. Another thing that we've mentioned in this discussion but we haven't really gone into in detail is Helpdesk. Um, there's a couple of options for this but I think the best is Zendesk. If you're wanting to have a help desk or a support desk for your customers, this can work almost like a project manager and you can assign tickets to different staff and sort of oversee the whole process. So I would recommend Zendesk. And I've forgotten to mention one of uh, the quite popular shopping cart systems, which is Adobe Business Catalyst. Business Catalyst sites look quite nice, you know, they can be styled really nicely. Hosting will typically cost you about $70 per month. So it's kind of twice the price of, you know, a big commerce type of site per month, which again, isn't really going to break the bank. But what are the benefits of Business Catalyst? Well, it does have a content management system. It reminds me a little bit of Joomla or DNN inside. It's modular. However, um, I have a client that has a business catalyst site. They're employing us to do their website maintenance because basically, even with training, the client doesn't have enough expertise to update the site themselves. So this kind of defeats the purpose of having a CRM. It's okay if you just want to log in and change some content, but if you want to, you know, remove things from the page templates, that really has to be done by a coder. So if you looked at the, you know, an average list of tasks 
that the client sends me, out of 10 of them, there's probably one or two they could do themselves. I could show them how to do. But eight out of 10, you'd probably need somebody with some CSS or HTML skills. Lastly, let's talk about Infusionsoft. Infusionsoft is probably one of the best CRMs that there is. It's expensive to set up. It's complicated to get your head around it initially. But what it does is gobsmacking. It does lead scoring, task management, automation of everything. However, if you're familiar with Office Autopilot, that will do the job. So in conclusion, the best value is WordPress because it's so user-friendly and has great SEO capabilities and it integrates with many shopping carts including PayPal which is the cheap free low-cost version so if you're a client that has you know not too much budget and not too much skill I would recommend WordPress if you want to do a membership site plus integrate with a mailing list I would still recommend WordPress probably with wishlist member and using MailChimp for your email management. If your mailing list gets big and segmented, let's say over 30,000 people with more than five segments, then you would probably be ready to look at Office Autopilot. It's basically Office Autopilot would be the choice if you've got a big mailing list because that's what it does best. I would not recommend Salesforce because of its prohibitive contracts and also because there's other software that does just as good a job and also the expense of setup. However, almost every system that we've talked about today, if it's not free, it has a free trial period. So don't take my word for it. Try them for yourself. Cheers. I'm Barbara Griffin from the Business Marketing Agency. If you'd like any help with the setup of any of the systems that we've talked about, Email address is info at thebusinessmarketingagency.com. Just please get in touch. Cheers. You've been listening to the Business Marketing Agency podcast with Barbara Griffin. For any questions, feedback, or just to keep in touch, email me, info at thebusinessmarketingagency.com.